Hi, I'm Dave Monaco, Alan Meyer Family Head of School at Parish Episcopal School, and this is the From My Angle Podcast. For today, I'm excited to be able to bring together some uh, alums of Parish Episcopal who are now out uh, in, in college, and we're going to talk about their hero's journey as they've made their way out of the known world of Parish and off to the unknown of the real world. Look forward to sharing this with you. Well, good. Welcome, guys. It's great to see you. I hope you all had a great holiday, and uh, I know you've got a couple of weeks left before you go back to school, so I'm glad you made some time for us to, to be here today. Um, let's go around first and have you introduce yourself uh, to the community or reintroduce yourself to the community. Tell them who you are, when you graduated, and where you are now. If you've declared your major, tell them what that is. Okay, so Gabrielle, go ahead. Hi, so I'm Gabrielle Antolovic, and I'm from the class of 2015 and I go to Pepperdine University in Malibu, California. My major is political science and minor in philosophy, and I'm a pre-law student. Hi, I'm Gabe Isbell. Uh, I attend Washington and Lee University. I graduated Parrish in 2016, and I will be studying accounting. Uh, my name's Emma Coleman. I'm from the class of 2016. I go to American University in Washington, D.C., and I'm a double major in psych and women's studies. Hi, I'm Tal Wahid. I'm the class of 2015. I study at SMU here in Dallas, Texas, um, and I'm studying pre-med and finance. Hi, I'm Wallace Dean. I was in the class of 2017 with Caroline. I currently go to Syracuse University where I'm majoring in theater management with a minor in entrepreneurship and emerging enterprises. Hi, I'm Kano Chopper. I graduated 2015 and uh, I go to Duke University and uh, I'm majoring in neuroscience with a minor in global health. Uh, I'm Max Zucker. I graduated in 2016. Um, I go to Davidson College and um, I plan on majoring in economics or political science with a minor in Chinese studies. I'm McKenna Richards. I graduated in 2016 as well and I go to the University of Texas in Austin and I am a major in neuroscience and theater and dance. So you know uh, Mr. Rockwell kind of gets focused on these words or themes over the course of the year. And this year I've been focused with this community on the notion of the quest and the hero's journey. So I'd like to ask you a couple of questions uh, if you'll, if you'll uh, tolerate this uh, with me talking about you all as heroes, you know, off and on your journey. And of course, the hero, you know, um, starts in a known world and then has the courage to step off beyond the known world and quest uh, for the, uh, a, a treasure uh, out in that unknown world. So, uh, you know, before we get deep into your new journey, let's talk a little bit about maybe what your most fond mem memory is, uh, is uh, of the known world that you were here uh, when you were here at Parish. Anybody want to harken back to those good old days? <laughs> um, I definitely think as a lifer and a lot of the kids in my grade, I knew them for so long, just having them like coming back to Dallas because I go to school so far away, having a really warm environment. Obviously my mom still works here, so I'm here all the time and it's a great feeling just to, it's like home away from home and I'm here all the time still, even though I graduated two years ago. So I just like that it's like a home away from home and I still know everyone and I can talk to everyone 
Is that you, what you valued of it most when you were here too? Yeah, that I always felt like I could go connection. and talk to people mm -hmm. and my grade was, I always felt like super close mm -hmm. and just all the faculty, I was able to always talk to them and it just always was welcoming. Yeah, like relationships, interpersonal connections. Mm -hmm. um, even attending a small school like Washington Lee, which is under 3,000 yeah. students, still it's uh, shocking to me, like passing someone not knowing who they are. Yeah. And as contrast, graduated in a class of 90 from Parrish, and I knew everyone's full name and whatnot. And it's just uh, a lot different. I had to adjust. Um, it was kind of lonely at times, even though it wasn't that big of a school. Yeah. Just not knowing everyone. So. Yeah. I definitely um, valued the go-getter attitude that lots of Parish students mm. um, have, and definitely at Pepperdine, lots of the students are very driven and determined, and it's high energy all the time. So Parish was so many different like activities, sports, mm -hmm. clubs. I even had an internship here with Parish for a bit. Right. Really taught me that you know just to dive into everything and try so many things out because you will get something out of one of the activities, mm -hmm. even if you may not um, favor one of the others. Mm -hmm. So definitely that go-getter energy I've taken to Pepperdine, mm -hmm. and I've dove into a lot of different clubs and areas and sorority and fraternity life. So I'm really happy that Parish. Um, you know, taught me to be brave and to just try everything out because it's made my college experience that much more fun. That's neat. That's neat. I mean, for me, I mean, what everybody said so far, I agree with, but for me also it's been about like the trips and the speakers that Parrish brought in, mm. uh, especially the trips that we used to take for diversity leadership conferences mm -hmm. like out to Baltimore and Indianapolis. Right. And also the speakers that we brought in, I think we one time brought in an ambassador. Mm -hmm. uh, so I felt like those opportunities, those type of people that came in, uh, really helped me determine like what I wanted to do uh, in college. Yeah, and then with, with the academy, and couple three, you all were in the academy of global studies, so you definitely got exposure to a lot of uh, speakers both here and then uh, through the take lecture series and other places that you got to you got to go. A any fun, uh, any fun remembrances or you know per uh, interesting stories, personalities, or things like that that pop to mind that still bring a chuckle to you when you think back to your days here in the known world of Parish. Um, I know with a lot of my friends like that have been here, like all the lifers and stuff, we'll still reminisce about preschool days. Yeah, those early days. Playing on the playground yeah, and things yeah. like that. So. It's really, it's almost funny that sometimes we remember, even when we were little, yep. that carry on all the way until upper school when we're graduating because y'all, I remember senior year, we still talked about what we did throughout the rest of our time. Yeah, all those, all those times all the way back. Well, one of the things I remember is just like, uh, Gabrielle and I were in the same AP Euro class and uh, we'd always like, you'd always come out with one joke from Dr. Ho, so it'd be just great, just laughing, just having a good time even though AP Euro was a tough subject. We still would like have a good oh. time. Oh yeah. And Dr. Coates <laughs> is no stand-up comedian either. <laughs> <laughs> I actually <laughs> went to an alumni event before Christmas and Dr. Hotz was at the event and I was so surprised to see him. I wasn't <laughs> sure if, um, how many teachers would attend and I asked him if he would ever get a Facebook and if we would ever be friends. <laughs> that was always an ongoing joke about how social media is distracting Just, us uh, uh -huh. from our AP Euro readings. Funny. So definitely miss him and it was really good to reconnect yeah. at this event. So I'm happy that Parrish has them. It could be me. I haven't got grown as close to my professors at school yeah. as I was to my teachers here. Yeah. And I still think back fondly like, and um, 
I sort of recognized how much I really appreciated the teachers here once I left. Right. Um, like they said, I still like it still brings up fond memories. Well, that gets back to what you were talking about before, with that community being yeah. so tightly bound. It's not just between the students, but also the students and, uh, and adults um, as well. Definitely, this having the small community and mm -hmm. everything, and being encouraged to get to know everybody mm -hmm. and really get to know your teachers. So I loved having the smaller class sizes and being able to know every single name of all my classmates and everything and especially now that you're at such a big place yes <laughs> it's really scary now i meet like 10 new people a day yeah. but here it felt like a family yeah. and everybody was really inclusive and homey and loving so. yeah so the, the community says who else where you next? Um, i know kind of and i we play tennis together and yeah. a lot of fun times on the bus two matches yeah, yeah. and fruit eating fruit snacks and uh, fruit snacks <laughs> and um yeah, a lot of fun times but definitely what Karen was saying too uh just the community um was really mm -hmm. cool aspect um that I have at Davidson because it's a smaller it school, is, right. but um, I mean, I still think a lot about just parish and McKenna and I. We won the Spirit Week championships two years in a row. Congratulations! Still, we still <laughs> talk about that. It was still a big deal. Um, but that was was really fun. How we all came together, um, our class, but then the school in general, yeah. just have pride for parish. Yeah, really. That's something that just like the relationship that I had with Miss Kanaj and so many teachers that I yeah. see here. I just saw Mr. Adcox, and yep. like it's still like just as her senior year, we were talking again. And um, just a really close relationship I had with all my teachers and my friends. But yeah, picked right up where you left off. We just look older and a little, <laughs> yeah. little more wizened, and, and, uh, and, and but uh, it's, it, it, it feels pretty comfortable as soon as you come back. Mine was the teachers too. That's definitely mm -hmm. something that I missed the most. That I had teachers who were, of course, fantastic at their jobs and who really cared about how we did in class, but who also knew what was going on in our lives outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. So having teachers that would come to the plays and musicals and the teacher dress rehearsals were always packed because all of the teachers wanted to come and support us and things like that and that can exist in college it's just harder to find and you have to work for it so I really miss at Parish having teachers who were always there for you and who were so involved in our lives. Although, although I'm sure at times but especially by the time you got to be seniors that small community got to chafe on you a little bit too right you were ready to you were ready to break out of this known world right and you got like ah oh. You know, another day of this, another another class with this person. I'm sure you had some of that too, right? Um, well, actually, great segue, Mr. Monaco. Thank you. Um, so actually, my fondest memory of Parrish is probably my freshman year in high school. Yeah. Um, that's not something you hear very often. Like, I loved my freshman year in high school. I was awkward and like, frizzy hair. But um, I entered my freshman year being like a little lost and I, wasn't quite sure where I fit in mm -hmm. yet and I had been at this school for nine years at that point and I didn't I was like perish like great it's another mm -hmm. first day but then I was like really taken aback by how Parrish let me find my path again mm -hmm. I think that's something that was like I haven't necessarily found in college yet where mm -hmm. like you found your path but then like oh there's a turn and maybe I need to find a new path mm -hmm. and so always finding the new people at Parish, like there are always new people that you didn't know about, but, yeah. like you didn't know what they did in their life and you got to talk to them. Mm -hmm. And so for freshman year for me was like that big turning point where I was like, you know what, like let's explore, let's get out there, let's meet new people. And Parish really kind of cuddled me in doing that. So oh, that's, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> so you go off now, you leave this no world to Parish, you, you head off to, to college you know, two, three years ago or, or within the last year. Um, all heroes, as they venture forth, they, they face these trials and tribulations and these setbacks. I mean, that's really what uh, it essentially allows them to become heroic. So for you all, what have, would have been one or two of the hardest, most significant 
hurdles that you faced leaving home, entering off into the real world uh, of college, and how did you work your way through it? Maybe you're still working your way through it. I'll go. <laughs> Definitely the hardest thing for me was going to Penn State. I'm the first parish alumni to ever go. Nobody's yes. been there before me, so I couldn't go talk to someone right, and right. say, like, what is there? So I kind of went in, and I'm one of ten people from Texas that are in my class. Like, there's nobody that goes there. It's really sad. Um, but not knowing what resources were at Penn State, because here it was a smaller community and everything, so I knew I could go to the math lab or I could go right. to my teachers, and like I knew when their office hours were and everything, so they could read my essays, everything like that. But at Penn State, it's such a big school, yeah. and I didn't know that there were like certain help centers to help me with my essays or yeah. like places that I can go for my chemistry classes for kids who have taken classes before or who are TAs and everything for those classes that aren't my section, but it can help me study for the exams and tell me right. what the exams look like. Every so day. how to make a big place feel small is a mm -hmm. challenge. That can be a trial or a tribulation. McKenna, maybe you face a little Yeah, so too. very similarly, <laughs> yeah. a lot of parish kids do go to UT, but going from a graduating class of 90 <laughs> to a class of over 8,000 yeah. was a little scary, but some of the best advice I got going to college was from Chris Ponders, who was parish class of 2013, yep. and he goes to Texas, and he said, you have to make the big school feel small, right. you have to get involved, and I think that was probably the best thing that I could have done freshman year was putting myself out there and trying a bunch of different things, and even though I'm still not involved in everything that I tried, I've sort of narrowed it down right. to what I have time for and prioritized, and it's been nice because the things that I am involved with have helped me feel really connected on campus, and like I'm making a difference in my time at UT yep. and even in the things that I didn't necessarily stick with I've met so many diverse wonderful people at Texas that I can't walk across campus without seeing at least 10 people that I know yeah. so was I have always lived in Dallas and all my family's here and being so far away from my family mm -hmm. in DC and my freshman year I had my grandfather passed away Not and there was a lot of things that were happening back home that I always felt weird that I wasn't there to help with yep. And I mean, in this case, like technology, like being able to FaceTime, being able to communicate with my sister at school and FaceTime her when she's in free period yeah. and be able to talk to her. And when I have maybe bad days or like was upset or something like that, I was always able to communicate with them. And it was a significant adjustment of period, like being able to be like, I have all my family, I have this community of parish as well. And then I have no one that I know at this school. How do I? like find kind of like my niche, so to speak. So I think that's So for me, it was the, the lack of structure moving yeah. from high school to college. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. A lot of free time. Yeah. <laughs> it's not the same routine every day. Yeah. Classes are scattered throughout the week. And you have more free time, but you also have more work and you should be using that to study. But at least for me, and I wish I was more free flowing, but like my personality, I really require discipline, yeah. structure. Yeah. Otherwise I find myself idle. And then when that happens, odd as this sounds was going from the trimester system hmm. but even to the semester system and just how college classes um, are broken up they are much shorter and um, much more compressed and at times I even felt that they were rushed by certain professors um, so I really loved that like Abe said I got to enjoy those <coughs> super personal and close relationships with my teachers here mm -hmm. for an entire year yeah and in college the class is much more compressed so it's only for a few months 
So that definitely was a transition that I didn't expect to have or even to notice yep. because all college classes. That was one of the biggest things I had going to SME was like, I had a class of 90 people here at Parrish, kind of like close to that. I knew everybody, kind of what Gabe was saying earlier. But like, once I went to SMU, I lived in a dorm and I was just like, oh man, I'm gonna have a hard time finding friends, kind of like that. So I kind of like my first year, instead of closing myself off, I just made a decision to like, like make a friend <coughs> like every week. So that was kind of my kind of thing. And you have to create the small space, but also stay open-minded mm -hmm. and be willing to stretch out of that small space so that you can still grow. So that's really the way to work through the trial and tribulation yeah. is to keep keep blinders wide, not mm -hmm. not not constricted. Um, I was thinking about uh, McKenna and Caroline's experience, and also uh, Wallace, and how mine mine's kind of not the opposite, but I'm pretty different because I go to such a small school that you see a lot of the same people. Um, the campus is pretty small; it's in a small town, um, so you get. You see the same people walk in class um, in the dining hall. So um, that's why I try to make a big point of just going into Charlotte and mm -hmm. doing other things because um, you don't want to kind of get stuck in a bubble. And that's mm -hmm. what does happen um, in a small school in a small town. Um, and that's why I was trying to make friends with people that had cars and I was trying to uh, get out and go to different places. Um, a little, a little yeah. stir crazy. Yeah. A little yeah. stir crazy out yeah. there in Davidson. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's still really great to have that small community that we talked about at Parish um, and FI Found at College, but just trying to adjust to, I'm still trying to do other things and not get stuck in that bubble. And you took so, a gap year before Davidson. Yeah. Did, yeah. did that create uh, a, 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 any sort of trial or, tri or tri tribulation or, or a sense of acclimation that was perhaps different than what the other um, faced? Or I mean, I just think when I got to Davidson, I was a lot more mature. I was a year older. Mm -hmm. um, I worked. I had an idea of what it was like yeah. to go to a, a job. Um, and I traveled a lot. So it was just, I think I had a better world perspective yeah. um, on a lot of things. And that really helped just making my way through yeah. classes and so it was more of an assist than it was a yeah. child. It was really oh, yeah. more, of a, more of a help. Yeah. I was going to like a new school and I'd been a lifer at Parish, so I'd been here since first grade and yeah. I never really had to question any aspects of my identity but I think when I went to Duke then I realized like I can be whoever I want to be. And like, I think the hardest part was like figuring out that I can be whoever I want to be and also trying to find that identity that was most honest to like, who I am. Yeah. And you were able to navigate that, Definitely, yeah. perhaps by finding some some guides or mentors along the way, which is really the, the question I wanted to move to next. Which is, you know, these heroes um, are sometimes serendipitous. They bump into somebody who becomes this really important uh, mentor or, or guide. They're Obi Wan Kenobi, you know, who helps them find their path. Um, but I think all of us that get out into the adult world realize, um, you know, how important it is to build networks around you that, that help you figure things figure things out. So, Carolyn, you actually kind of referenced how that was a big piece for you, just trying to figure out where those resources were. I'm wondering about a person or persons, um, could be same age, near age, um, older, professor, employer, um, who's helped you mentor and, and, and who's mentored you and helped you find your way uh, through the trials and tribulations of your first years out in, in school and um, what, what's, what advice would you have a word of? My roommate who's quickly become my best friend mm -hmm. and she's absolutely spectacular. Like I cannot speak highly enough about her. Mm -hmm. I would move heaven and earth for her. She has really helped me just like if I freak out about something or get a bad grade on something, she's like, okay, we're gonna sit down, we're gonna study, like yeah. we're not going out Friday night and we are gonna stay in all the <laughs> and, like knock this out. And she's helped me get 
better grades and get to know people and I'm not a shy person but we're both in different colleges there. I'm College of Agricultural Sciences and she's in the business college. So um, a huge thing for me and it could have just been uh, my perspective in high school but I remember mostly sticking to my own class. Um, I didn't have too many friends mm -hmm. outside of uh, my grade yeah. but now that I'm in college and it could just be a different atmosphere I don't know but um, people I rely on the most are uh, upperclassmen and just using their experience like two of my best friends one's a senior one's a junior mm -hmm. and uh, it's just been so much more helpful they're a great resource um, how'd you connect the big message I shared with the upper community back in the in October when I talked about mentors is that we, we often presume the mentors gray hair older wiser you know <laughs> mentors come in all shapes and sizes they're your peers they can be folks that you uh, are connected with for a very short period of time or people who journey with you on your hero's journey for, for a lifetime, right? right. So uh, it's not surprising really to hear that in some cases you guys have found um, that support uh, lateral or near to you in age um, for, for sure. I would How say never underestimate the power of your advisor in college mm. because my advisor, James A. Clark, is... <laughs> my tried and true like soulmate and a 65 year old man i love him um, he not only is just incredibly empathetic and incredibly articulate and can say things can say things back to me i can like word vomit my feelings at him and he says it back to me and i hear what i'm saying and i either i'm like you know what i'm right or you know what i need to take a step back um, he also is just like a living Facebook, like he has so many friends and connections all over the country. He's started his own group of girlfriends mm -hmm. and here at Parish we're all still very close. I actually was having dinner with them all last night. Mm -hmm. um, so going in uh, to my freshman year, I was really looking for that good um, group of girlfriends again to be with. So I joined a sorority and it was an awesome experience and I'm so happy that I did. Mm -hmm. Now I'm an officer this semester, so I'm really excited for that. But definitely I knew I wanted to kind of take that step because Pepperdine is smaller mm -hmm. um, to find that core group and that was really great. And with that, um, I was able to really connect with our basically chapter mom. Hmm. She is incredible and has been such a mentor to me this nice. last semester alone because I felt like I hadn't really found one. Which AU is very big on internships. Um, we have Wednesdays off so yeah, you can nice. go to internships and usually freshmen don't do internships at least their first semester but I decided that would be something that would help actually my schedule and it would kind of help me kind of give a structure to like my day mm -hmm. and I also have a federal work study job on campus, so those people, I mean, having those groups of people to go to, um, kind of to learn things, I mean, like at my internship, I'm learning things kind of just different skill sets that I work in a research lab, so that's a different skill set, and for psychology, that's really beneficial for like determining career-wise, yep. so that's really kind of helped me narrow down that my interest for that, and then my federal work study job, I work in the writing center, and my boss is absolutely fantastic. Great. She's so supportive. She's wonderful. Nishan is the most fabulous person ever, and she's just, she know, like I can go in and talk to her about like more personal things, and at the same time, like also be really professional and help kind of run the writing center Excellent. with her. And all the grad students that work there are wonderful and 
they're just so helpful as like I'm an undergrad and they'll just kind of help me. Help you questions. navigate that world. Absolutely. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. the big, the big piece. Don't underestimate the mentors you make at Parrish. Mm -hmm. So Jessica Barnett, who's the theater department mm -hmm. teacher across all grades, um, still texts and calls every week, if not every other day. Mm -hmm. I, whenever I get concerned about- no, There's no question. And yeah. some mentors will only travel with you for a little yeah. bit of time on your journey, and that's okay too. But holding on to ones that have been valuable in the past can be a real resource. Uh, anybody else on mentors before yes, we- Similarly to that, I definitely don't underestimate your mentors at Parish. And for me, that's been older students, especially the grade above me. Mm. Like, gosh, poor Maverick Salyards. This morning <laughs> at breakfast, I was grilling him on pre-med, pre-reqs, MCAT studying. I'm like, Maverick, what classes are you taking? When are you taking the MCAT? How are you studying? And he's been so patient with all my questions. And it's a really good resource to have people that are going through the exact things that you're about to go through just a year ahead of time. And so they can sort of guide you, tell you about what they're doing, their mistakes, things that work for them. So don't be afraid to reach out to people you were friends with in high school because a lot of the times they had the same questions when they were in your position and they're always happy to help. Yeah, they so if you had a bill, if you could make a billboard for a present undergrad, uh, for present parish student here preparing to go off to college with a piece of, uh, a phrase or a couple of words of advice as they prepare for their hero's journey to college, what would be on that billboard? I think be flexible. I mean, just, I mean, we all have like an idea, a set of goals that we're gonna do this in college, yep. we're gonna get this degree, but I think a lot of things change throughout your years in college. So I think you just gotta be flexible, mm -hmm. just go with it and just see where it takes you. Good, good advice. Be flexible on the billboard. Anybody else have a, um, have a billboard? Don't like let any like discomforts or like fears that you have stop you from maybe like, I mean, they always tell freshmen that don't do this or don't do this, do this. But I mean, just go with your gut mm -hmm. and do what you kind of need to do. Because if anything I've learned in college is like, this is your time to really figure out what it is you want to do yep. and what you're really interested in. So like, just do what you need to do to. Mm -hmm. Listen to your gut. Yeah. yeah. Be a good billboard. <laughs> good for a restaurant too. <laughs> don't, I know college is all about learning and your intellect. <coughs> don't neglect um, other parts of your life. Don't neglect your physical mm. health, yeah. most importantly. Sleep, exercise, those really help a lot. Yeah. Sleep, exercise, period. <laughs> My advice is kind of similar to Tala's. I was actually going to say the same thing. So I guess, uh, just be patient with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, it's college is such a ride with so many different bumps. So mm -hmm. you you have to be patient. You have to have grace because you never know um, what's going to be like behind the next door at your next turn. So definitely, like Tala said, you can't have it all planned out. You want to try, but you know, you get pulled in different directions. So just be patient because the process will happen how it's supposed to happen. And at the end of the day, like it's going to be right and you will be happy. So just take your time. There is no rush and there's no set agenda. We are uh, exceptionally proud of you all and also very confident that your hero's journeys will uh, have you yield a treasure of a thriving life, a life that impacts this world uh, for good. And uh, we wish you all the best that continues and uh, certainly hope you continue to come back and enrich us with, uh, with, with what your lives now are, are unfolding to present to you. So thanks for being here today. Thank, Thank you. you. Awesome. Great job, guys. Mine would probably say it's okay to not know because originally I didn't know what I wanted to major in, where I wanted to go, anything, but 
I got a lot of help along the way and people kind of steered me in the right direction after a while but now I where I am like I could not be happier and would not change a thing like ever yeah. so, so it's okay not to know just that okay takes a lot know. of the anxiety about <laughs> going to college if you uh, look at that billboard it can really internalize it right that it's gonna it's gonna materialize in front of you because you all are smart people and you'll find guides uh, as you go who also has uh, a billboard I think maybe just use your connections I mean mm -hmm. you've we've been alive for 18 years we've come through Paris there are a lot of people that have been right. there for us for four years we're in high school or however long we've been here but also um, just outside of Paris too if you've been involved in other activities um, one big thing was my parents. I didn't realize how often I'd talk to them and ask them <laughs> yeah. for help and guidance. And um, They start to get cool again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> um, just there a lot of times I've called my dad or my mom and just yeah. they've given me advice or help and that's been really um, nice. And then I can just not talk to them, which is great. Yeah. I don't have to yeah. <laughs> see them for a while. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So use your network or build yeah. a network. Yeah. It's sure. great. Mm -hmm. um, don't worry about what you don't know. Mm -hmm. I would say be open because mm -hmm. I think having gone to Parish for over a decade like I did and like Kanam did like we have gone along the journey with everyone beside us so I felt like people at Parish just automatically knew my baggage you know like the stuff that's like gone bad or gone good that's made you into the person you are today and then going to college and having to just kind of re-explain your life to like everyone you meet like all of your new friends so just like being able to open up um and then obviously being open to new opportunities like i never would have seen myself majoring in entrepreneurship i never would have seen that as a career path for me but you take one class or you meet one person and as long as you're open to the energy that they bring into your life you could just like be open to a whole new universe like you never thought and it like can change pretty much everything. Another lead project right right there. Another, yeah, another sign me up. <laughs> I think um, like you said, it's a lot of times on this year's journey you're going to feel lost. But then um, as long as you know like what your values and principles are and like what's important to you, then that's like that's always something that can guide you forward. Know your values, <clears throat> knowing your principles. I'd say fight for your happiness because college can be really stressful and it can be really challenging and you have to kind of remember to sometimes put yourself first. So whether that's taking time for yourself every day or making time to see your friends or if you really miss theater and want to add a double major, go for it. If you're struggling <laughs> in a class, seek out the resources so that you're not struggling anymore. I think just taking time to make sure that you're happy in college is so important because the four year like we're almost halfway done and yes. like that's crazy it goes by so fast that it's too short not to be happy when you're in school so we all are some uh, exceptionally impressive heroes we're really proud of you and uh, know your journeys are going to continue in uh, rich and exciting and, and flourishing ways. We're looking forward to following and tracking that along the way. We're here for you as you as you go and to serve as mentors and resources as uh, as possible. Uh, and thanks for coming back and spending some time uh, with the community. I'm sure they profited from what you all had to share today. So thank you all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.